0: So hi, one of the good night's podcast with Knife Punch Records. We're gonna ask them some questions today. I'm gonna to start. Uh so what inspired you guys to start the label and is there any meaning behind the label name?
1: Um so I've always like personally I've always kind of wanted to start a label, but um it it like honestly it sounds goofy, but it was um seeing guilt play live. Oh no. Wow. Like the when I saw them play live, I was like I remember I texted Kevin. I was like, "We just start a record label." You're like, and "I'm and signing right. guilt. <laughs> and and we, and, and, we, we and, tried. You did. and We tried for the longest time, and and like we we're like they deserve someone bigger and more established. But eventually, like yeah, we were able wow. to help them. Okay.
2: I think wasn't I the first person to approach them like officially?
1: Yeah. You so know, like down, like like. like yeah, I think so. Like I think you approached them um it was like when when they played in like closer to you a couple of days at later yeah, and you mentioned like, some yeah, and they're like yeah. they're like um thanks, but like no thanks kind of. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, like they were really polite. <laughs> yeah. And like I think it was anyway, doesn't really matter cuz yeah. yeah.
1: they're on the table now. Yeah. yeah and and then um and the name was like I used to stream and the name was just like the stream name like I jokingly pitched it to Kevin and they were just like sure
3: okay why not all right all right solid so how do you guys go about scouting for bands for your label
1: um it, now it's different uh before we used to just go to Um, live shows and try to hear who's playing and who around us we could help out Um, but now uh, um, people come to us a little bit and we just I'm always trying to find new stuff to listen to and take recommendations from friends and just kind of try to see what um, what we could feel really passionate about you know
2: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: um, so are there any bands that are on your radar that you want to, like, speak it into existence and mm-hmm. see if they catch this? And, uh, how do bands come about your radar other than, like, recommendations?
1: Um, yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> I've been talking a lot, Kevin. You can, uh, <laughs> you can take this one. No.
2: I mean, you handle most of, like, the artist's. Relations stuff I mostly just handle the money So like for me it's usually like Danny will, rec- Danny will find something And then like show it to me And I'll be like okay I think that's cool Or like sometimes I'm like oh, I'm not super into it But usually it's like okay Yeah Yeah, okay. So I yeah. Don't know,
1: Danny. Um uh, There I mean Most of the other big, big I don't know I don't know um, I just I just check out what's what what uh people are talking about, and sometimes, um, like those bands will be talking about other bands, and I just kind of, you know, on oh, uh, my yeah yeah radical. my death scrolling, I'll you know, I'll try <laughs> to see like, all right, this person only has like fifty three followers, but they have this EP and it kills. I want to like at the very least like retweet their stuff and get some get them some exposure. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Yeah, definitely.
1: Mary. That's
3: all. So, are you guys working on any new projects with bands that haven't been announced yet? Like maybe a secret record, secret project. I
1: mean, you told us about one of them. So.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we um we have a couple. Uh, w- what we have we have a lot of people that we're we're working with, like, and they have records like way off in the distance, mm-hmm. um, and we're kind of. Um, we're kind of just trying to work with them on trying to, um, you know, our our first year is coming up, and we've kind of learned a little bit more than just yelling on social media about our <laughs> bands. Yeah. So we're we're trying to take time with, um, all of our other bands that we've been helping to kind of get them a better foothold um, from when we didn't understand what we we're doing in the beginning. Um. Yeah. Okay.
3: Okay, solid. So
0: what is... I'm
1: sorry, I I just remember what you asked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what is your favorite part of owning and uh, managing a label? This one can be for both of you guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Uh,
2: I guess... So for me, it's mostly just been... Like, it's really interesting for me to, like, meet and interact with, like, a lot of bands that I like you know like locally and not locally and just be like oh i saw you play live and like now we're actually like talking on like discord or whatever on like a daily basis so that's cool for me Mm -hmm. Oh, but yeah it's just cool to like meet new people yeah
1: i really i really enjoy kind of the, the the small community um that we've built um you know, we we've got the Discord and everyone. Um, I I just like how everyone likes to help each other and um, collab and whatnot, and just having having um, a group of you know uh, supportive people there is really nice.
3: Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So, what is your favorite part of owning? Wait, shoot.
2: <laughs> what is it
3: I like? I know. I know what is it like to start a record label and what is something that you basically had to learn on the spot that nobody told you about when you researched?
1: Um, mostly the, the thing that I learned was n- no one knows what they're doing. Um, <laughs> nice. Good we, to know. We don't, we still don't. We're always learning. Um, we're always realizing that what we did learn was the another hard way of doing something and Mm -hmm. um i i guess just uh learning that and learning that uh, you just need to be able to adapt and kind of i I think the key is just being honest and transparent with everyone Okay. okay all right
2: that's also a really good question i don't yeah, I, I like Danny's answer for that. I guess.
0: Or is he gonna yeah. piggyback? All right, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll let yeah. it slide this time. That's uh, fair. So, okay. where do you
1: see the label in the next five years? Um, probably gonna buy a pirate ship. Um, As you should. Go go on some uh, some island tours and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, honestly, um, we uh, we started this thinking that it was just gonna be kind of a hobby. And because of COVID, um, I, I've kind of had a little bit more time to spend with it, and it's kind of turned into something uh, that I hope we can like turn into some something. You know, not not a household name, but I'd like to I'd like to be helping band still, and being able to do this is like a, for a living. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice one day.
3: Okay. Yeah, bigger than fueled by ramen that'd be
1: nice you guys are gonna be signing a meet me at the altar in a mm-hmm. couple they'll be
3: switching for you
1: yeah yeah they w- back when i i started uh um they'd never got back to us it was we, oh. we sent it was the big ones were uh them in guilt and uh guilt replied you
0: know guilt replied after kindly saying no at the show. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. okay they'll meet me at the altar though damn they were already in talks. That's why they had yeah, to the yeah. by Ram and yeah, That's
1: probably been in, mm-hmm. in works for for years. They're like, they're the industry plants. That's why they're so good. You know? Yeah. Sure. imagine. <laughs> conspiracy. I'm just, I'm just kidding. At <laughs> them on Twitter and ask
0: them. <laughs> some beef with straight them. up ask them. Yeah, straight up ask them. <laughs> they won't come on the podcast. So I, I might w- as well start beef with them. No. Duh.
2: I don't think that's no. how you should do it, but, like, I wouldn't stop you. Exactly. Good
0: idea. The the DIY <laughs> discourse for the week is who, uh, whose side are you on? Good noise podcast to meet me at the altar.
2: <laughs> no, because if we start
3: beef with them, then 21 Pilots is going to come down our throat. Just okay, but then we can get us, them
0: on the podcast finally. After you've we already them abandoned the
3: podcast? them.
0: Yeah. I really think why Soldier Boy. <laughs> I agree. I DM'd him <laughs> and everything. I know who his press mm-hmm. person is, but, like,
1: The I don't know. He just seems so big, like the best person. Supposedly, supposedly insider information is that that he charges like ten thousand dollars for a verse. If you want to like feature him in a song, okay. Well, we were
0: actually going to start a band, so yeah, good noise, (laughs) the
3: band. Good Mm -hmm.
0: noise, the band. So we'll get him
1: on every single song. Take Mm -hmm. take take good noise, um, uh, money to to pay for it all mm-hmm. all the money we've been making oh my god That's <laughs> so much dollars. money, That's so much money. No. Mm-hmm. The, that was probably um what point two cents in ad revenue from YouTube. You're talking yeah, like we no, even they're have they're enough subscribers. Yeah, to have say,
0: ad you revenue. You don't, you don't have ad revenue.
1: <laughs> we just got oh, subs god. on Twitch. We're finally making the big bucks. We're finally doing oh, it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gonna start getting the um the the bits and stuff coming at you. Yeah, the whole mm-hmm. scent from each bit. It's gonna be exciting. Oh my
3: god, I can't wait.
1: Yeah.
2: All
3: right. Um. So for the last couple questions, we're gonna shift away from your label and go to straight to death row, if Boom. that's okay with you. Uh. So. If you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink
1: mega boom <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I'm not, I I already have mine prepared so I'm gonna let Kevin go ahead I think
2: okay. uh for me I'd probably get like vegan stir fry and on sweet tea just mm. pretty simple stuff yeah yeah solid.
1: Uh, um have you heard of the nice torito like the band nice they're really nice. We've a okay. nice, yeah. Yeah. Well, they have um or this was probably several years ago. It was um a, a vegan like um uh, burrito that you can get at Taco Bell. And it you you order it, start out with a um a beefy Frito burrito and you substitute the beef for potatoes mm-hmm. and add beans and then you get a pico style, so that it removes the um, the cheese and the sauce, mm-hmm. and that, that's a torrito. Um, and I would probably, so that I could extend my time a little bit, mm-hmm. order about a hundred of those. Oh my god! And a couple of large Baja Blasts, and okay. I'll yeah. This fucking wow. podcast, man, is just
0: one walking taco bell taco bell ad <laughs> yeah so like honestly they should sponsor us at this point honestly feed yeah. the feed the beach yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah of course give money
1: um i like
2: how danny's just like ambitious like yeah i could eat 100 burritos before i die no problem
1: well, yeah, like, like
2: mm-hmm.
1: i would take a, a, a few breaks you know i would eat probably like mm-hmm. 25 of them drink a whole thing amount and dew to wash it down yeah and then you know break it up that in that way
3: exactly You've maybe take a nap in between yeah. a couple of them,
1: just, yeah. Just they might put you in the chair though if you take a nap though.
3: Oh shoot!
1: But at least Yo, you'll shit your brains out. The Baja, the Baja, Blast will keep me awake.
3: Exactly. Oh, yeah. See. So See.
1: All right. I'll just yeah. have. I'll just eat them really slow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's mm-hmm. one way to digest. Yeah. And then when
0: you fill up, you'll just shit yourself and keep going.
2: God, that's so wrong. That's so it's wrong. the truth though. Um, like think that's is. the best advertisement for Taco Bell. You just yeah. I,
0: I know. <laughs> you just you 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 order you, <laughs> you, you you order way too much, you shit yourself in the middle of it and you finish eating. You this keep is, going. This is why we should get the Taco Bell sponsorship. I've been saying it Endless for months like, yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If
1: you if you start a petition, I'll sign it
0: okay
3: oh my god i'll start a petition i think we
0: should just start harassing every single email we can find for taco bell if someone gives us money i'll do that tonight why not that'll be that'll be your project for the night for Uh, tonight yeah yeah. so if you could live in one fictional world for a week uh, where would you live crickets in the room i I guess
1: i'll gonna say crickets. um, yeah uh I, because I've been watching, rewatching a lot of it, um, I think that it'd be really neat to to live, uh, like in the the One Piece, oh, like yeah. fictional world, like with pirates, and maybe I'll get a hold of a gum gum fruit or a devil fruit in the uh, week that I'm there, you know, and just maybe I won't get stabbed. That would that'd be, be nice. cool. Yeah, that'd be yeah.
2: really cool. Uh, For me, it'd probably be. Because I played like way too much Final Fantasy 11 as a kid, so I'd probably choose Vanadale mm-hmm. and just become like a goldsmith or something and make like, I don't know, enchanted jewelry for adventures. Just... That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. It's a big world, so might as well.
3: Yeah. Know. Wonderful. So I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has said it's the most important question What's your favorite color?
1: All right, so it's kind of hard because mine just changes my, like my mood, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of that of the the, the pastel pink from mm-hmm. our logo. Like, mm-hmm. it's I, I really like that. Um, I, I'm a big fan of like pastel and just color combos more than just single colors, but
2: yeah, that good. Kevin, uh, I'd probably choose either like black or purple. I just okay. like both taste. Kind of Good colors, colors, yeah,
0: yeah. All right, taste. Uh, so, as Gloria said, that is all the questions we have today. Is there anything
1: that you would like to plug? Um, check out our our bands. Check out other DIY bands. Um, check out you know the, the other DIY labels. We we're all um, doing what we can. Uh, love them all and. Yeah, that's about it for me. All
2: right. Uh, go to knifepunch.limitedrun.com. There's a one of everything challenge. You buy one of everything and tweet us a picture. <laughs> you don't actually have to do that. but uh, <laughs> So that it's sort of an inside joke. Danny's laughing really hard right now because uh, it was actually... Uh, this, a, this was something thought, we
1: did at shows. Yeah. Um, We we would go, yeah. I I would always challenge Kevin to do the one of everything challenge on the bands that I that we liked. It was like, and where it was just like go buy one of everything on the table.
2: Oh my god, that's really nice and also really chaotic at the same time.
0: And your poor wallet, holy shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it started at Fest when we saw Virginity, right? Like, Like, yeah, three shirts and like their CD and cassette and like. Luckily, they didn't, they like didn't have that much at the time, but yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, um, was fun. All
1: right,
0: yeah. so just buy one of everything wherever just you of everyone, off the web store, and when shows come back, just buy one of everything at every yes. single merch table. Yeah, mm-hmm. including the big ass arena shows when everything is sixty dollars at least.
2: Yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, don't don't do it there. That that's you, too
1: much. Yeah, it's just when when you see a band you like, you you you, you know you, you challenge them. One of everything, and they would just buy everything at that band's like table, yeah, yeah, Yeah. instead of buying everything at fest, it was just
0: everything in that table, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Uh, well, thank you for sitting out with us, guys. This has been Knife Punch Records, and uh, we're the Good Nice Podcast. Thanks for having us.